Hello everyone and welcome back to the Bipolar Diaries. Sorry my chair is a bit squeaky so you might be able to hear that in the recording. Just ignore it. Um, so first off I want to thank everyone who watched uh, my first guest podcast with my sister. It went so well. Uh, the feedback has been honestly, well not even feedback, just the support has been amazing. Um, we were quite blown away by how many people felt like they could relate, just not even to like, obviously with the mental health stuff, but also just with sisters. And I think the most touching thing was everyone who responded saying how much it educated them. So that was honestly so amazing. And thank you so much for watching. Ali will hopefully be back, um, mainly because I love her. She's my sister, but also... She got me heaps of views, so we'll need to kind of use that again to <laughs> keep going with my um, reach for fame. Jokes, kidding. But seriously, Ali will be back for those reasons. I also would like to thank everyone for, you know, just bringing me back down to earth and making me realize that I actually don't have a huge amount of reach on um, social media. Uh, probably not great to admit, but really honest person and look I did get a, quite a few responses from when I asked everyone if they wanted to ask me some questions not as many as I expected I would admit I was a bit bit devo about the lack of some questions and also some of them were just fucking piss takes douchebags but look I got enough I got some great content to go through great questions. Some of them were actually fucking awesome questions that I hadn't never even really thought of, but I'm excited to get into this with you. I just want to also start off by saying that I just want to remind everyone, these are just my own views. This is not something that I'm not saying you should go do this, or this is what you need to do. This is just how it happened for me. This is how it worked for me. Um, so yeah, please, please don't think that this is something that I'm saying is the you know, the way to go and you have to be doing it how I did it. It's just, it's what worked for me. All right, getting down to freaking business. So this one, oh God, I can't believe I'm meeting, I'm actually doing this on podcast. But the first one, my mom's going to kill me, is what was the worst thing you've ever done on a high? And the person who sent this through actually followed up with, I've done some pretty bad shit. <laughs> so I can relate. Honestly, there's so much crap I've done like just fucked up shit I've done on a high. Um, there's sometimes just little things, even down to just being a fucking bitch. Like some of the shit I say is fucked, but yeah, I've done some pretty messed up stuff. I have been arrested. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to really give away what, maybe I will when I do a tell all book when I'm famous, but I yeah, have been arrested and I guess what part of the bipolar comes into it is that you just don't think of the consequences and I didn't think of the consequences and I made a really impulsive move and that was pretty dumb. Um, what else have I done? I've done some just, I've just done so much weird stuff. I have, oh, I shouldn't, I can't admit to these things. Um, in high school, I did technically, physically, I don't want to say assaults, but something happened. Um, it was the only time I've ever really done it. 
actually when I was younger I used to I did when a boy like some boys have like you know grabbed at me or something and I have slapped them because they've touched me and I'm not saying I'm not condoning violence but that did happen to me and I've that's just been like a knee-jerk reaction like I've just kind of hit them because I've just been out so like someone's touching me and I didn't let you didn't say you could touch me and they're touching me aggressively um uh so I did have one guy in Byron Bay that was probably the last time I slapped someone he I was dancing and there was like this this um song that came on about taking your shirt off and he took his shirt off and I was like oh my god I didn't know him and I was like ha 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 he's got his shirt off and then he grabbed my dress and pulled it down to expose my bra and some of my boob. And so my reaction was to like hold my boobs and I just went boom. And then his brother came up and abused me and said that I assaulted his brother. And I said like, your brother sexually assaulted me. I don't know, but anyway, that's, I'm going off topic. I have in one heat of a moment out of rage for someone, yeah done that once before and it was probably one of the worst things I've ever done and I would never do it again and I was really young I was in high school I was a teenager um but otherwise they're probably my top two that I've done I can't think of anything else there's probably so much more tattoos like all my tattoos are done on highs I get them I literally will be walking down the street and I'll see a tattoo parlor and I'll be like oh, let's do that like so fucked up um, the next question that came through was, will we, so I guess they mean like us as bipolar people always need to take meds. Doesn't it bother you that you do? Yes, I will always need to take my bipolar medication. The way I see it is that, you know, I was born with this chemical imbalance and that just puts the chemical in me for the rest of my life if I take it every day. So it doesn't bother me. It's a tablet that I literally just pop in my mouth and that's it. It doesn't, it really doesn't bother me. The next one was from a fucking awesome bipolar queen and it kind of can be taken as a joke, but I actually wanted to dive into it. And it was why people like are so fucking awesome. Bipolar people, are, they actually are fucking awesome. The most creative people in the world have bipolar. There is a list of celebrities that have bipolar. And it's actually when I first went to my psychiatrist um, who diagnosed me and explaining like, you know, what I'm into, how I'm really creative. She said, you know, doesn't surprise me because people with bipolar are usually the most creative. Um, so that's really fucking special. And I think we should all remember that. Like, even though bipolar is seen as really negative traits, look at that fucking positive trait, you know, you just have so much creativity in you and it can come out in any form. People with bipolar are incredibly intelligent some of you might disagree with that knowing me, but I think I'm smart and so does my mum. But yeah, so we definitely are really special, um, not special, we're, we're really um, awesome people. So just remember that the next time you meet someone bipolar, just, you know, I guess just get to know them because you would actually probably find something so fucking interesting about them and their talents. Next question. Um, oh, this one, I feel, yeah, I felt this before. It was how to stop feeling like you're crazy because of bipolar. I tend to look like, I know I'm crazy, but I think crazy can come in so many different forms. And I think everyone is a little bit crazy. I don't think crazy. I think crazy can be seen as so negative and, you know, you get like ex-boyfriends or ex-girlfriends that say they're crazy or like it comes with this like psycho thing to it, but 
I mean, to be awesome, as I we do, the question we just said, you have to be a bit crazy. And I don't have a problem. Instead of being like, oh my God, my bipolar makes me crazy and it's seeing as a negative and how do I stop being crazy? I'm just like, let's just accept that we're crazy and there's a part of that craziness that makes us fucking awesome. Uh, and, you know, just everyone, I reckon no one's normal. Who the fuck wants to be normal? That's so fucking boring. So, I mean, I don't know how to answer it in a way that says like to stop being crazy, but I mean, it depends on what level crazy you're talking about, but yeah, I think I can be fucking nuts and I think it can be one of my best qualities at the same time. But in terms of a negative point on crazy, I think the best part of getting through my bipolar is really it's, I've been able going on meds. I've been able to think a lot more like logical and rational. I've been a lot more rational about life and have been able to really like see things in a lot clearer way. So instead of, you know, getting worked up and doing something crazy when I'm upset, I can really talk myself out of it and been able to say, no, this is bipolar. And this is how someone without bipolar would think. And that is how I should be thinking. And I admit it's taken a really long time for me to manage that skill. And I do say it's a skill because it does really like you have to really trick your brain into thinking it. And another way I get through it is again, reminding myself that this is a chemical imbalance and I do take the right medication that puts that chemical imbalance in my, that chemical in my brain. And it it does make me make the right decisions. It's just treating it like it's asthma or like it's an an allergy. Like I treat it very much in like a medical science-y way. Um, and it really helps to handle my emotions in that way. It really keeps my emotions in check when I feel like I'm going to react in a crazy manner. Hopefully that helps, but that's just how I get through it. That's the way I think about it. Uh, the next question was, uh, I got diagnosed a few months ago. How do I know it's actually bipolar and not something else? I don't know if I can give you the answer that you would want, but I mean, the reason I knew I had bipolar is because it the first, when I got diagnosed, it was the first time I ever felt like I knew who I was. I'd never felt like that in my life. I felt, I knew something was wrong and nothing made sense. As soon as I read up about bipolar after I had my diagnosis, I was just like, this is me to a T. I felt like I belonged in a weird way, like I'd never belonged before. And I started to accept components of myself that I didn't like and was able to be more comfortable with them and also like use parts of myself that I was able to identify as bipolar and kind of like use them to the best, like the best of their ability. What's the word? Use them to my advantage. Um, so that's how I knew I had it. Also going through medication and actually becoming better meant that, you know, the treatment, the course of treatment was right, which means the diagnosis was correct. But it's frustrating because, you know, we're never going to be able to have, you know, you go in for to the hospital of the doctor and you say, like, I've got a something, something, you know, I've got pain in my stomach and they're like, oh, you've got an ulcer. You know what I mean? It's not that defining, like that definite answer, but it all comes down to trial and error. And it takes a, sometimes can take a really long time, but you just have to keep trying and know 100% it will come to a point 
where things will work out and you'll get on the right track. But you do have to sometimes try a different psychiatrist, psychologist, get a second opinion, go and see someone else. I've had at least three psychiatrists confirm that, yes, I have bipolar. Um, so definitely get a second opinion. Start treatment, the course of treatment, and see how that goes. But it's not a treatment that will be, you know, oh, take a tablet and then the next day you feel different. This took me at least three or four months on medication to start to actually, one day I was just like, wow, this is right. Things just made sense. So it does take a while. And then I've had to come off medication. I had to start a different medication on top of that medication for other reasons. So it's going to be a long journey, but it's worth it in the end. And I think you just have to keep trying what you think is going to be right for you and what feels right to you. I hope that one helped. I don't know. But that's just, again, what I went through. And yeah, I think the biggest one would be second and third opinions. Um, and if you, you've said you got diagnosed a few months ago, so I hope that maybe that was listed in there. I don't know. Um, how often do you masturbate? You know, even though this one was a piss take and you know who you are, who listed it. Um, I am going to answer it because I do talk about sex. So lately I haven't been masturbating as much just because I have a really bad internet connection and Vodafone blocks porn here, which is really, so you have to be on Wi-Fi. But like on a usual basis, like a weekly basis, I'd say I'd masturbate. Like, I mean, I'm a busy gal, you know, and like I'd rather be having sex, but I'd masturbate at least like three, four times a week maybe. Um, but it really just depends um, on what I'm feeling. But yeah, it was, I can't do it every day. I just don't have the fucking time. I wish I did though. Uh, when supporting a loved one through an episode, what should we keep in mind and what are important things to know? I guess my sister kind of answered this last week, sort of, but I guess the big things to keep in mind is just like, obviously steer away from the calm downs, the just chill out. Like they just fucking annoy me. Try to watch out for patterns of behavior. I would say that's really good because you can anticipate them almost before they can. Uh, my mum can sometimes anticipate when I'm going to go through something. I think also people with bipolar like to feel validated in their emotions. Um, so yeah, definitely making sure you let them know that their, their feelings are validated. Um, and yeah, I guess, I, I mean, I probably a hard one to ask because I am not on the, the receiving end of that. My sister is. Um, so if you go back and watch my sister's guest starring in a podcast last week, that might help. Um, but usually just talking things out and it can be really draining for that person who's helping their loved one. But yeah, just talk it out, you know, write down lists. I'm someone I love lists. So my sister will help me write down like pros and cons and things like that. And kind of just like make a decision, help them make a decision. Um, sometimes do give them space. Like I do need time to be alone and to like, if my family continuously bombard me in my room, being like, what's wrong? I break. So I'm like, you need to leave me alone. Um, and then eventually I, I mean, I, again, I could be different as how other people react, but eventually I will go to my sister and my mom and I will talk to them. But yeah, I would say just watch out and anticipate when they could potentially be going through an episode and yeah, just avoid the chill out words, avoid those, um, and validate like their feelings and things like that. Uh, and then also sometimes when they are upset, it might not be an episode. So really try and think about what they might've been through lately and outside circumstances and think like, 
maybe this isn't a bipolar episode because sometimes when people automatically say it's my mental health, my bipolar, it does really annoy me because that's not like there has been so many circumstances where it's like the outside things that have happened where it's actually not. And it makes me feel like they think I'm crazy, but I actually have such valid reasons. And then they've, and then, you know, my mom and my sister have completely confirmed, like, you know, that definitely wasn't your bipolar. That's definitely what you've just been going through. So yeah, just make sure you know what's going on, the whole picture of what they've been through at that time. And that should also help um, give you a bigger picture. But yeah. Number eight, do people judge you? Yes, they do. <laughs> and I can always tell when they are. Oh, they just have this look on their face. They get uncomfortable. They start to retreat from me. They, once they, like they, I've had people like find out I'm bipolar and then completely back away. And you can tell it makes them uncomfortable. Uh, and yeah, I get so much judgment and they could be like, Oh my God, what she's doing so great. Like having a podcast, educating people, but they still will be like, but you know, still, Oh my God, don't ever date her. Like she's got bipolar. Like, yeah, no matter how great they think what you are doing, they still, there are still people that will always be like, however, she's got bipolar, so she's crazy. So don't date her, Just keep a distance from her. Don't be too good friends with her. Like I've definitely had that and I can definitely feel it. And I'm sure everyone with bipolar can agree. You can like see it in someone's face that they judge you. <laughs> and I also get this like patronizing, people talk to me a bit patronizing sometimes, like I'm missing something in my brain, which I am, but like missing like, a huge chunk of it and that I can't understand what they're saying because I'm slow or something and it's like no no <laughs> the next one is <laughs> I don't want I, this is a hard one to answer because I don't want to like piss anyone off or say the wrong thing but the next one is should you really be drinking <laughs> okay miss judgy <laughs> yeah I can be drinking um I've obviously had my ups and downs with alcohol for sure I used to drink really irresponsibly. Um, I would just, and this was before I was really diagnosed or before I had my diagnosis of PTSD, I would get blackout drunk and vomit and all that crap. Now I can really like, I know my limits and everything like that. Like I cannot go on a three, four day bender. No, no bueno. That's just not fucking happening. Um, I can obviously party and like drink and all that jazz, but I need my downtime. And I know that for myself because I think people think that people with bipolar don't know their limits. And a lot of people do, you know, I've got bipolar too. So, um, I do, I've been able to, and I've just been working at this my entire life. So I am really grateful that people do worry about me in terms of when they like meet me and find out bipolar and then realize I'm drinking. And I've had a lot of people ask me, should you really be drinking? Is it okay for you to drink? And it just, it's, it's, I should be appreciative for them asking, but it does frustrate me. Cause I'm just like, I've worked so hard at this and I hate that people don't think I know what is okay for me because I have spent so much time working on it that why would I be irresponsible and want myself to have a really down time coming off drinking? I get hungover for sure, but I don't get like depressed hungover unless I've 
been drinking for like four or five days, I would be like, and like heavily drinking, then I'd be devo. But no, otherwise I wouldn't be able to cope in society. I wouldn't, my parents would notice, my sister would notice like all that crap. God, I'm sounding like I'm in denial. I swear I'm not. I can drink, I swear. <laughs> but yeah, and I, as I said, I really appreciate like that where people feel comfortable asking, even though it does annoy me, I don't want people to be, you know, for that to kind of, what's the word, like deter them from asking other people. Is that even a deter? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want that to put them off asking other people because, you know, that might be someone that shouldn't be drinking and it's a cry for help or something like that. But in my personal case, and I know plenty of other people with bipolar who I know do drink and are completely fine. Yes. I've been able to make it work with my circumstances. I balance it out. I don't go overboard. I love fucking alcohol, but to an extent, okay? I'm not saying everyone should drink. Cool. Please don't get me in trouble. <laughs> I don't want to be promoting it. It's just my opinion and what I can do. And my sister and my mom would always call me out if I ever like went too far. My sister would be like, pull your shit in. You're fucked. <laughs> like you need to rein it in. You need time off, like all that jazz. But I think the last time she said that to me was before my PTSD diagnosis. So that was like four years ago now, maybe even five years ago. So yeah, it's all G. Um, 10 is dating harder. Fuck. Yes. I know for a fact, I, at the moment, which I hate that I do, but like I, when I go on dating apps, I don't put in my, um, my Instagram page because I just am like, I don't want them to see my bipolar stuff yet. Cause it's, it can be a lot, it can be quite confronting and I just don't want them looking at it. Like, I'm just like, I can't deal. But then some fucking people like stalk me because they're obviously just like amazed by my profile and they stalk my name and find my Instagram and follow me. And I'm like, fuck. But then I'm like, okay, they've stalked it now and we're still kind of talking. Like maybe they're okay with it. They're gone within like a day. Some of them, some of them not. But they just realize that like, obviously that's something they don't want. They can't handle. But yeah, it, it can be really hard. You can tell the people that like aren't, they instantly just cut you out of that category as someone. As I said, like people always say, you know, don't date someone with bipolar because they've got baggage. Everyone has baggage. So don't disregard us. Um, but yeah, no, it definitely is harder. But then I just have to remind myself that there's no shame in what I have and that if that person can't handle what I have, then why would I want to be with them anyway? You know, but it still is just that hard, that initial judgment that, that you get. Like I'd rather they get to know me first, but maybe I should add my Instagram to my dating profiles just to like instantly be like, look, this is me. I don't know. Side note, I reapplied for first dates because I didn't hear back from them. Well, I didn't reapply. I just messaged them on Instagram being like, did you reject my application? Because I should really be on your show. So just waiting for that. Um, but yeah, there, I think we've got enough for now. I thought this would take 10 minutes. I'm fucking nearly 25 minutes in. So I'm impressed. Um, thank you for all your questions. I hope this was a good, like kind of mix of questions. I feel like it was, I'm sorry if I offended anyone with what I said, it was not my intention. As I said, this is all just what works for me, how I live my life. 
I'm in a really balanced place. So this is obviously what is working for me, but this might, you might have your own groove. Um, and maybe you can do a response to mine and be like, no, you're wrong. Please don't do that because I'll lose followers. But you know, if anyone who did reach out to me wants to chat offline and talk about any of the questions and any of my answers, I'm so more than happy to do that. Just message me on my Instagram page and we can chat. Always here for a talk because I don't shut the fuck up. Also, side note, who wants to see my talk? I mean, it's probably backwards, but it says, hold on. Let me overthink this. Love this one. Wear this on the reg. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining me. And I will be back next week, hopefully with a guest. Bought some podcast shit today. I've got a ring light coming. I'm going to like redo my background. And I also bought a proper microphone. So I'll see you all next week. Thanks.